The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, we're going to discuss osteoporosis, a bone condition that affects both women and men, and you'll find out what you can do about it. Plus, later we'll tell you what's new at Mother's and give you a chance to win a $100 gift card. So listen carefully to the code word this week. But first up, we are joined today by another prominent physician when it comes to alternative medicine, Dr. Alan Sossin. He's the founder and medical director of the Institute for Progressive Medicine. He's been practicing medicine for over 40 years and is an associate clinical professor at UC Irvine Medical Center, plus a certified Defeat Autism Now physician. His institute treats people of all ages through comprehensive state-of-the-art new medicine techniques and we welcome him back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Dr. Sawson, how are you? I'm fine, Kim. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Today we're talking about osteoporosis, and researchers estimate that one in five women over the age of 50 have osteoporosis. Oh, that's a, that's a big amount, or that's a large amount. Uh, and we do want to start talking about uh, asking, what is osteoporosis? Osteoporosis literally means thin bones. So the calcium that used to be in the bones kind of dwindles as you get a little bit older. And when it reaches a certain point, it's called osteoporosis. There's a, an earlier point called osteopenia, which means the bones are getting thin, but they have not reached the point where that's diagnostic. But this situation is reversible at any point. So in my opinion, it's better to get it earlier rather than late because it's easier to handle. So who gets who gets osteoporosis? Two-thirds of the osteoporosis is in women, one-third is in men. So it's wrong to think that because a guy is a guy, he's not going to get it because guys do get it. And it can be just as serious in guys as it is, as it is in women. So it's important to look at both sexes and to go after it in both sexes. We talked a little bit before the show, and I was mentioning my grandmother had osteoporosis. And you, you see people walking around kind of hunched over, and the kind of the thought is you know, lack of calcium. What, what else can we talk a little bit about? Because you told me something that was interesting. Well, there's a lot of factors involved. Uh, a big part is the lack of exercise and the inability to stay in a straight posture. You know, as you get older, gravity keeps pulling you forward and pulling you down. So after a while, you're all bent over, you know, like a question mark. And when we should be an exclamation point, but that's not like that anymore. So there's ways of, of handling that, of preventing it from happening. And even if it does happen, actually reversing it. Osteoporosis is one of the many diseases we know about that are chronic, that are reversible and preventable. So it's a great thing to be working with because we have so much success. As you were saying that, we all sat up straight in our seats. Is there something that we should all be doing as exercise, and even when we're sitting in our cars or, you know, every day that we can start to do as we're as our posture, something that we can do that's just getting ready to go to work or school, whatever we can do? Well, the thing that works against us the most is sitting. Mm-hmm. You know, the, we weren't made to sit, but we created, somebody created the chair. Maybe it was Mr. Chair, <laughs> but everybody's in chairs now. And the more you sit in a chair, the more your, your muscles wither and atrophy. We don't maintain our posture. The chair's holding you up. You're not holding yourself up. So one of the things I do when I'm in front of the computer at home is sit on one of these Swiss balls mm-hmm. where even though you're, you're sitting, you're still having to use your postural muscles to maintain yourself. Uh, it's just one very simple way of, of working to help yourself. But sitting in a chair for 
eight, nine, 10 hours a day is, is a deadly situation. You've got to do something to counteract that. And those Swiss balls are also good for your core, which obviously is good for your posture. And, um, I, you know, I think you did, um, what it was it a military exercise right before when we were talking before we, yeah, that Cobra. Any... Yeah. It's yeah. very cool. You know, I do it just about every day and I teach my patients to do it because it helps to maintain a straight posture. And that not only helps your bones, it helps all those other tissues between the bones, you know, and the meniscus that's in the joints and the, uh, the pad that's between the vertebrae, all of these things need to be protected. So it's not just calcium and it's not just osteoporosis. It's a whole thing about protecting the musculoskeletal system. And that's what leads to when it degenerates the pain that we develop in middle age and older. It's not just the athletes who get, you know, beaten up on the field who get osteoarthritis uh, and degeneration. It's all of us if we don't take care of ourselves. So osteoporosis is a big part of it. Uh, but the rest of it is taking care of your whole musculoskeletal system. And there's exercises, there's stretching, there's heat, there's all kinds of stuff that you can work with to uh, protect your spine and your back and your legs and your knees and all those things that we get up and groan about <laughs> in the morning. Say, oh my gosh, what happened to me? You know, that's all handleable. Oh, that getting older thing, huh? Um, without, because we're, we're talking to the listeners right now, but th- could you kind of describe as best as you can what that military cobra stance is and that exercise uh, the best you can? <laughs> well, it helps to have a picture. But right. Basically, you hold yourself as straight as you can. You straighten your back and you, you tuck your chin in like you watch the, the people in, uh, in London, you know, those guys with the tall hats in the military, tuck the chin in. Bobbies. And then you, yeah, the bobbies, and then you... Uh, pull your shoulders back and you pull your your arms out straight Mm -hmm. and behind you and then you turn your thumbs both of them out and you pull up your arms as hard as you can and you just hold that pose for about 30 to 60 seconds it's uh, it's a cobra the most effective one is actually when you're lying on your stomach doing it Uh, and then you lift your head off the floor and still tuck your chin in but that's kind of hard to do in an office people see you lying on the floor say what's he doing you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you can do it in a chair and nobody will say anything. But at home, you can do it on the floor, and those are very effective. And you stick your chest out, right. Chest so you, up, right. chest out, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. And then you feel that stretch there, so that that's good. And uh, and you, how, how many seconds do you hold that for? 30 to 60. I've done it for three minutes, but you don't start with three minutes because then you'll never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is good, and that is called the military cobra. So uh, if you can start to get and work up to 30 to 60, that's great, And then or to three minutes. Uh, can men get osteoporosis? Yes, men do. Uh, as I mentioned, one-third of the osteoporosis problems occur in men, and it's for the same reasons. It's a deficiency of calcium, but there's other minerals that are really important. Magnesium is important for bones. Uh, vitamins like uh, vitamin D is critical, and we've done studies, and lots of other people have done studies in the last few years showing that there's almost a universal deficiency of vitamin D. So we typically will put people on you know, vitamin D, Uh, I have found that if you take 5,000 units a day, you will not run into trouble with it. So I take 5,000 units five days a week, and I tell most of my patients, even if they don't do blood levels, you don't have to do blood levels. Just take the 5,000 units five days a week, no problem. You're not going to run into excessively high uh, blood levels, and the risk is, is virtually nil. At what point is too early to get started on that? At what age age level? 
Well, it's recommended that even kids be on vitamin D. The, the dosage recommended for them is considerably less, so babies might be 200 to 400 units a day. Maybe in a 10-year-old, it would be 1,000 units a day. Mm. And as you get older, and I would say, you know, when the risks are considerably higher and the sun exposure is much less because once you're out there in the working world and you're at a desk, you know, not outside playing soccer, mm. the sun exposure is going to be quite a bit less, so the vitamin D level is going to be a lot less. So I think those folks, you know, in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, I think uh, 5,000 units is fine. Some people would disagree with that. The official recommendations are, they have been raised, but now it's one to 2,000 officially. But I found that 5,000 units is, is uh, quite safe. And I've had patients with vitamin D levels. You know, if you consider normal to be above 30 and abnormal below 30 and really abnormal below 20 and severely abnormal anywhere below that, I've had patients whose vitamin D level was seven. Wow. And, you know, you can tell by looking at them because they're pale. They haven't been in the sun. A lot of them have um, skeletal problems, so they have trouble walking, so they don't go outside. Mm -hmm. And if you're not in the sun, you're not going to make it. And if you're in the sun and you're all covered with clothes and sunscreen so you don't get skin cancer, which is makes sense because there's so much of that around, you're not going to make vitamin D. So don't worry about being in the sun. Just take it. Take mm -hmm. it as a supplement. It's totally safe. Um, you, I think you mentioned it, but if you can repeat it, because uh, the, the numbers are really staggering. What, how many patient, what, how many patients do you see uh, with osteoporosis? Well, we do bone densities in our office all the time, so I'll pick up uh, osteopenia or osteoporosis in probably half the people that we test. I have one or the other, and again. A lot of people who have it don't know it. Basically, osteoporosis is not symptomatic. You can look at somebody and see that the back is curved and, you know, the head is forward, and this looks like someone who probably has osteoporosis, but most people won't even show the postural changes. A lot of people look okay, but then if you do a bone density on them, you find that it's really low, and I've seen bone densities outrageously low. If a person has been injured or ill, say someone has, has had polio or someone's had a stroke and they're not able to walk and they're in a wheelchair most of the time, those folks are really at risk because they're not moving. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's action against gravity that promotes uh, calcification and, and bone maintenance. And if you're not working against gravity, someone who's in bed a lot, someone who has a problem and can't get around, they are the most severely at risk. It's almost to be expected that a person like that is going to have osteoporosis and they need more work. And the other thing is because osteoporosis is reversible by action ag against gravity, walking, running, anything where you're upright, uh, these folks, because they can't do that, they need all the other steps done to try and protect their bones. Um, you talked about that bone density test. Is that how you do test? Is that, um, let's talk a little bit about what that test entails. Yeah, it's, it's called a DEXA scan. And it's a very low-dose x-ray. There's less uh, radiation involved, and people are always worried about how much radiation they're going to get these days from an x-ray procedure. This is considerably lower even than a chest film. It's a minute dose of radiation. It's about the amount you get from walking out in the sun for three or four hours. So mm -hmm. it's, it's very minute, so it's totally safe. And we get photos uh, of the bones in the lower back and in the hip, and sometimes we'll do the wrist. Those are the three areas that are the most measured related to osteoporosis and you get a printout you know what is normal for this age for this for this uh, weight and you can see there's there's numbers so if the number comes out as minus 2.5 that's a comparison of the person's bone density with a 30 year old when the bones are the densest 
And if you're minus 2.5 standard deviations compared with that person, that's a definition of osteoporosis. And mm -hmm. the lower that number goes, the worse it is. Wow. So I've seen people who are minus 3.5, minus 5, minus 6 is the lowest I've ever seen. Wow. And that person was in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. uh, and you measure the hips and you measure the spine both routinely. We always do that. Uh, but sometimes if a person has a lot of arthritis and the spine is bent and they have all these bone spurs, you're going to get a, a false reading. So in those cases, we'll measure the hips only and the wrist because you get more accurate readings. Um, spine bone density is most common to have osteoporosis, and in that situation, you get fractures. A lot of times, they're micro-fractures, and the person may not even feel them, but the bone is getting shorter and shorter. The person's losing height. Hmm. Uh, the loss of height is not only from the discs getting narrow, the discs between the vertebrae, but also the vertebrae getting these little fractures in them and they get condensed. So you will lose uh, half a centimeter or a centimeter and over time it gets to be more and more. Sometimes a fracture will be exquisitely painful. I was just going to ask you that. That sounds yeah. very painful. That's probably the minority of people. Mm. Now, a lot of people get these micro fractures and they don't know what's happening. And then they get a bigger fracture, and then they really know because they get a severe, terrible pain. In their back or in their lower spine? In the spine? back, yeah, lower back. Uh, you don't tend to get these in the upper back or the neck because mm -hmm. there's not as much weight on them. It's the lower back that's taking so mm -hmm. much of the body weight. Uh, and those things take six to eight weeks to heal. The pain's uh, a long time. Oh, my goodness. These days they have surgery uh, to fix these things. They put some kind of glue where the fracture is in a small surgical procedure which in some people has been uh, very beneficial because it erases the pain. Uh, the literature says it isn't any better than just letting it heal by itself. But the whole idea here is let's keep that from happening. Let's keep the person from getting these fractures. Oh, my goodness. Uh, very painful. Uh, this is really interesting information, and uh, we have to take a break. But there is plenty more to learn right now from Dr. Sawson. So please stay with us. Uh, we'll have to take a break, but we will be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with Her Life Stages. The first of its kind, comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to take the time to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to past shows. Plus, download healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Dr. Sawson. And we're talking about osteoporosis, really interesting information coming around. And last, you mentioned about shrinking and losing our height, and that really scares me because I'm only 5'1". <laughs> so I'm really interested about this. But could you talk a little bit about yeah. shrinking? 
Well, first of all, a lot of the loss in height is mm -hmm. just related to a change in posture. So okay. as people are drawn forward and the back gets bent forward, you lose height. So if you can get your back straight, you'll gain height. A lot of people, I, when they're sitting in the exam table, I'm looking at them, I say, sit straight. And they're two inches taller, just immediately. Mm -hmm. So if you just work on keeping your posture in the right way, you, you gain or maintain height that way. A lot of the real loss in height that occurs is is not due to the vertebrae uh, getting fractured, although they will reduce somewhat. Most of it is from the discs between the vertebrae. These are connective tissue, and they get dried out, and they get split, and things happen to them over time. We don't have a really good explanation for it, but a lot of it is probably due to different exercises that we've done or injuries like rear-end car accidents and things like that that damage the discs between the bones. And if the discs shrink, then, of course, you will shrink, and there's just as many discs as there are vertebrae. We have... Uh, a uh, whole bunch, 12 plus 7 plus 5 discs in the body. So it's it's quite a few, and if each of them shrinks just a little bit, you can lose an inch or two just from that. So those are the, the major reasons. Um, and I think being in a good physical program will help to maintain height. You don't want to be doing the wrong kinds of things and getting injured, but uh, maintaining a good posture and supporting the bones and taking nutrition, drinking a lot of water, which is supposed to help the discs not get dried out, uh, those are all good things to be working with. I think as you get older, it's probably not a good idea to be working with very heavy weights. Uh, maybe that's for the 20 and 30-year-olds who are really strong. But I think uh, doing some work with weights, maybe 5 pounds, 10 pounds, 15 pounds, and doing lots of repetitions, you can build up your muscles, support the spine, work with the core uh, without getting injuries. So I have some ladies who just get started you know maybe they're 90 pounds and hmm. you know 69 years old and i say start with two pounds you don't have to have much sometimes you can just work out without any weights just using you know your arms and range of motion and that kind of stuff and stretches are really very very important because one of the things that occurs is people get tight and the tighter you get the more pain you have so it's very important to be doing good stretching exercises in again in the right way you want to warm things up before you stretch uh, you want to stretch after exercise. Uh, those are all good times to help maintain the health of your muscles. And it's all connected. It's not just bones. It's, it's bones, it's muscles, it's ligaments, it's tendons. It's all those things working together. And you can't just say, oh, this, this is the problem right here. It's usually a combination of factors all together uh, working to create problems. I was reading something the other day uh, where low back pain is often secondary to neck problems. And when you focus on the neck and you fix what's going on in the neck, even if the person has no neck symptoms, the low back gets better. So these things are all connected. It's not just this or that. You know, we're, we're a unit. Everything is working with everything else. And that's why core muscles in the abdomen are just as important as your spine muscles. They're all working together to support each other. And you got to work with all of them. And we do activities like playing golf, <laughs> you know, which only works with certain muscles. Or something like tennis, which is a lot of really fast movement, rapid changes in position and twisting and all that. People who do that a lot are, are setups for problems. You know, unless they're doing things like stretching and working with the core, you have to support everything. And that's how the professional athletes these days who are so well trained, it's critical to be doing these activities to maintain the body. But it's not just the athletes. It's all of us that should be doing it. Oh, that's excellent information, and you're right. Everything is connected together. What about pain in uh, your joints and bones? Doesn't that mean osteoporosis? 
Well, pain in the joints is usually not osteoporosis. The problem with osteoporosis is it's a quiet disease. So mm-hmm. things are happening when you're, it could be beginning when you're 30 years old, but then it's evolving over time. And in a lot of people, they don't know what's going on until they break something. Mm-hmm. So a person falls down, breaks a hip. Well, if they'd fallen down 20 years ago, they wouldn't have broken the hip. They broke the hip because the bones are weak, mm-hmm. because there's osteoporosis going on. So then you got to do an operation. They have to have the hip pinned or they have to have the hip joint replaced, which is a very big deal. And in older people, it's even a bigger deal. The story is that 10% of the time, a hip fracture in an older person results in death. Mm-hmm. They're not dying from the fracture. They're dying from the complications of being in the hospital, having surgery, getting blood clots, infection, all of these kinds of things. And sometimes even the surgery doesn't work well, although these days the methods for surgery are superb. So most of the people I've seen who have had hip fractures, hip replacements have done extremely well. The orthopedics uh, is remarkable these days with what they can do. That's a really good point. That I've, I've heard the same thing. I've read, uh, and you're right. Uh, things have changed since it's uh, 2011 now, isn't it? Um, you kind of just answered this, but what what bones are affected? Well, the main bones are lumbar spine, so that's lower back, L1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, and the hips, and mm-hmm. it's the right hip and the left hip. A lot of times we see on the bone density studies that we do is that the left hip has thicker bone than the right hip. And you say, why is that? I'm walking on both legs, but we favor one leg. And a lot of people will put more weight on one side than the other, uh, either because of back pain or because they're you know strongly right-handed or strongly left-handed. They just favor uh, one leg, and that leg turns out to have thicker bones than the other. Uh, so it's a good, interesting thing to look at, to tell the person, you say, well, we're going to work on your right hip because your left hip is thicker. Uh, but it's not like that. You always work with both sides. And certainly when you're taking nutritional supplements, it's going to affect the whole body. Uh, and I think it would be nice to go over those, those items, the things that we recommend uh, beyond just calcium and, and vitamin D because there's other items that are helpful. And what are they? Well, vitamin K uh, has been found to be useful for bones. So we generally will supplement with that. And we don't even measure the level. I just give it to people because it's very safe to take vitamin K mm. unless you're on a blood thinner called Coumadin. Mm. Uh, which, in which case you don't want to be taking vitamin K. But if folks are not on blood thinners, which is most people, then it's very safe to use. Uh, we started about five or six years ago using a, a mineral called strontium, uh, which is very effective in supporting bone density. There was a study that came out, it must be at least 10 years ago, I remember reading, it was a lead article in the New England Journal about strontium, itself increasing bone density and preventing fractures. So it not only makes the bones thicker and makes the bone density study look better, but it's actually preventing fractures from occurring. And it was substantial. It was like a 30 or 40 percent reduction in the incidence of these things uh, in people who were taking strontium. So I give everybody strontium who's got osteoporosis or the milder form called osteopenia. Mm. And we see bone densities going up And one of the main things I wanted to mention is that since this is a reversible disease and a preventable disease, we will do bone densities and see from year to year that the bone density is improving. It's Hmm. not just stable and it's not just going down slower. It's actually going up. So after three or five or even 10 years, a person who used to have osteoporosis doesn't have it anymore. Wow. Their bones are now normal. That's incredible. That, and so and you've been watching this over the course of three years with um, at, at what point um, at what age group have you been seeing this? This could be anybody okay. I mean, I've had 80 year old people who had thin bones get better 
Gosh, now, one of the things I didn't mention is the use of hormones, which is kind of controversial. Yes, it but is. But we use that as a major treatment, uh, even more so now because some of the standard medical drugs have gotten some negative comments about them, negative studies. Uh, the bisphosphonates that people take that doctors routinely give to people who have osteoporosis or have conditions where they're going to get osteoporosis, they put them on these drugs and it can lead to mandibular problems. So the jawbone uh, becomes defective and the dentist doing work on people's teeth will refuse to do the work until they get off the drugs for at least three months because they realize in some cases it's not going to heal. So you pull out a tooth or you do some major dental work and it doesn't heal. It's called osteonecrosis. So the bones in the mandible and the jawbone actually die. They don't heal. They may take years to heal. So dentists are very aware of that these days, and a lot of people are aware of it now because they read. Hmm. And another thing that occurs is that uh, there's faulty deposition of bones with the drugs in some people, and we can't predict ahead of time who it's going to be, but there have been fractures that have developed uh, in the femur. That's the upper leg bone. Uh, as a result of this medication creating faulty bone. So it's not really good bone. And we use hormones to create the good bone. Do any drugs cause osteoporosis? There are some drugs if people are on steroids for autoimmune disease or for asthma, uh, conditions requiring steroids. They will make bones pretty thin. People have been on high doses of steroids for a long time, say three months, six months, uh, can get osteoporosis. They can get another condition called... Uh, osteonecrosis of the hip mm. where the bone actually dies and those people need hip replacement. So you can get some very serious conditions as a consequence of being on steroids, usually mm. re in the higher doses. This is fascinating information. I, um, I'm blown away by you know all, everything else that um, you've been telling us about how you, we can prevent that. But what, what, is there anything else you want people to know about osteoporosis that we haven't covered yet? Well, from a dietary standpoint, sugar thins the bones. Mm -hmm. Alcohol is a big deal for thinning bones. Too. And cigarettes, cigarettes which are not nutrients, they really thin the bones. So you have a person who's drinking alcohol and smoking at the same time and uh, doing a few other things like eating the wrong foods. Those folks are very high candidates for osteoporosis. Very interesting. Well, thank you very much for your time, Dr. Sausen. We look forward to having you on again. In the meantime, you can catch more of Dr. Sausen on his website, iprogressivemed.com, and learn more about his passion for alternative medicine and other great things he's involved with. And we look forward to our next visit. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kim. We're moving through this week's Mother's Market radio show, but stay with us because next up, we'll give you a chance to win that $100 gift card. Here's what's new at Mother's, brought to you by our own Mo Payette. This holiday season, we have some great products coming out. Finally, an organic candy cane made with brown rice syrup and no corn syrup. It's by True Sweets, and you'll find it in a box of 10, ready to grab and take home and decorate. The folks at Vegetarian Plus have come out with a couple of great centerpieces for your vegan holiday needs. There's a vegan ham roll, which is a knockoff of ham with spiced plum and apricot glaze. And we also offer a vegetarian feast, a six-pound feast made by Vegetarian Plus. In the deli, you'll find field roasts offering a couple of different celebration roasts. One is a hazelnut cranberry. The other is the traditional vegan grain meat. 
stuffed with butternut squash, apples, and mushrooms. In the grocery department, you'll find a couple of options for stuffing mixes. One is by Canterbury Organics. It's a traditional cornbread dressing mix made with organic wheat flour and cornmeal. One deli company gaining a lot of popularity is called Gluten Not Included. They offer a huge variety of breads, fresh pie crusts ready to bake, breadcrumbs, and even a bread pudding mix. Now it's time to give our loyal listeners a chance to win a $100 gift card. And for some in-store savings, just go to our website, click on the Mother's Radio Show link, and enter this week's code word, and you'll get a special coupon for savings inside the store. Plus, be entered to win that gift card. This week's word is life. Enter the word life on the website for your special savings. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market Radio Show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.